Welcome to Blessed to be a Blessing. Ephesians 1, uh, verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. We've been blessed. We are a blessed people. Now, I'm not talking about just favor and, and things going well in our life. No, we've been given, we're so blessed from God. God has blessed us. And the reason that I want to talk about this, because if you live from a place of blessedness, you will be a blessing to other people. We make a statement that we said many times that you cannot give away what you don't have. Uh, the reason we need to receive the love of the Father, because if we receive His love, then we can extend His love. But if I'm going from my own reservoir, there's just not much there. So I've got to first receive from Him, so therefore then I can, from that, can be able to give out. Well, we're blessed. We are blessed, blessed, blessed. Blessed with what? Every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. So what I want to talk about is that from this perspective, from God's perspective, we're blessed. And because we're blessed, we can be a blessing. Genesis 1, in fact, the, turn to Genesis 1, in the very beginning, in the creation of God said, let us make man in our image, and he did. And in verse 28, he said, then God blessed them. What we're going to point out here, to walk through some of the passages in Genesis, is that God always blesses. In fact, that he is a God of love, but he blesses. He blessed man. He blessed Adam and Eve. In uh, Genesis chapter 9, after the flood, it says that, Verse 1 says, God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. God blesses. So what are we saying here? Well, when God blesses something, he puts his, he puts his hand, his energy, and everything into it. Um, so he blessed the first man, and now he's blessed Noah. And I'm going to tell you, this is who God is. He is a God of blessing. Chapter 12 we have a story we now are introduced to Abraham, or Abram, before his name was changed. In chapter 12, verse 1 says, Now the Lord has said to Abram, Get out of your country, and from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. Isn't that amazing? Every time that there's, when Adam was created, he blessed him. When Noah, after the flood, starting a, a whole other race of people, he blessed him. He's calling Abram to come out of his land to a land that he'll show him. He said, I want to make you a great nation. Uh, I will bless you. God is, he blesses. He blesses us. We're blessed. Blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. He said, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you... All the families of the earth shall be blessed. Isn't that amazing? So we're connected all the way through the Bible from, uh, from the very beginning of creation all the way through to get to Abraham and all the way through we are blessed. So what we read there in Ephesians 
Paul is saying, look, you've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. We are blessed. We are a blessed people. Now, let me tell you again, it doesn't mean there's you don't have problems in life because we live in a world where there's tribulation. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect in your life. No, but we've got to get it that we are blessed from God, by God, for God, so that we can be a blessing to the world around us. Uh, turn, if you will, to Abraham, I mean, to a Genesis of chapter 22. Chapter 22 is, I want to read this. It's a little bit long, but I want to read it because I think it's so important. Everything in the Bible is a picture, really, for us to see and to understand God more fully. In Genesis chapter 22, verse 1, it says, It came to pass that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. He said, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, with whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. He split the wood for the burnt offering. He arose and went to the place which God had told him. And on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place far away. Abraham said to the young man, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. I don't know what God had told Abraham. I don't know what he understood. But he believed that they were going to sacrifice Isaac. He was going to sacrifice Isaac, but he believed there was going to be some kind of a resurrection. He believed that he was going to return. He said, we're going to go and we're going to worship, but we are going to return. So he took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. He took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. And Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And God said, My, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. They came to the place which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there, placed the wood in order, and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar, on the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He said, Here am I. He said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, there was a ram caught in the thicket by the horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it for a burnt offering instead of his son. And the Lord called the name of that place, the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Now, I'm going to stop here and make some comments. You know, this is a picture. The picture that we get to see Abraham taking his son Isaac, his only son, his beloved son, and going to sacrifice him. He believed somehow that he was going to be raised from the dead. He, it says, we're going to read in a few minutes in Galatians where it says that the gospel was preached to Abraham. Somehow, some way, he believed that there was going to be a death and a burial and a resurrection. But he said, God will provide a lamb for himself. And when Jesus shows up, and John the Baptist is going to baptize him. He says, Behold, the Lamb of God who comes and takes away the sin of the world. So the picture we have here 
of what we have recorded in Genesis is really a picture of our Heavenly Father who loved us so much that He did give His only begotten Son. He was the sacrificial lamb. He was given for us and for our sin. He was a sacrifice. And He was His beloved. And He raised Him from the dead on the third day. And He lives forevermore. But the reality is that what we see in the Old Testament are pictures. Now, why this is so important is because, again, God told Abraham, he said, I'm going to bless you. I don't make you a blessing. I'm going to bless the families of the earth. I'm going to bless everybody. So he reiterates it here, beginning in verse 15. He said, then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven. And he said, by myself, I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing, I will bless you and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven of the sand, which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies in your seed. All the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. I mean, wow. So basically, because of the obedience, and here's my point, the obedience of Abraham, God said, I'm going to bless you. Blessing, you're going to be blessed. And you're going to, your descendants are going to be multiplied as a sea, as the sand and the seashore and the stars, and your descendants are going to possess the gates of their enemies. That sounds pretty good. And in your seed, all the nations shall be blessed. So turn, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Galatians, because Galatians explains what we're really talking about here. Because Paul has the revelation of what happened with Abraham was really a picture for us to understand really where we are today. So Galatians chapter 3, beginning of verse 6, that just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham before, saying, and all the nations shall be blessed. So then you who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. So Abraham's obedience, God said, look, because you obeyed me, I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to bless your descendants, and your descendants are going to multiply and be all over. Well, what happened is that this is exactly a picture, because when Jesus came, he sealed all of that, and he, that blessing has continued to us. So we're blessed. He goes on to say, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, which is written, Cursed is everyone, hangs on a tree. Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Verse 15 said, Brethren, I speak in manner of men, though it's only a man's covenant, it is confirmed, no one annuls it. Now, to Abraham and his seed, now this is a, it's in Scripture, it's capitalized and it's singular, seed, where the promise is made. He does not say to seeds, plural, as to many, but as to one. To your seed, 
who is Christ. Now, the whole point of this is, it's what I'm trying to make, that God blessed all of his creation. He blessed Abraham. He further blessed Abraham and said, listen, I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to bless all of your descendants through you because you've obeyed me. Well, Jesus did the same thing. He came to the cross. Abraham was a picture of Jesus, but Jesus went to the cross, and he died for all of us. And we're actually, we're blessed with with believing Abraham, but the truth was that was prophecy. Everything about what Abraham experienced was actually about Christ. And what Jesus did was he literally became a curse so we could receive that blessing of Abraham. He took on all of the negative stuff so that we could be blessed, so that we could come into that place of blessing. Now, again, it's not seeds plural, it's seeds singular, which means that all of those promises were fulfilled in Christ. The seed of Abraham, the blessings, all the blessings came into Christ. Now, why is that important? Well, because verse 26 says, we're all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as you were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither male nor female. There's neither slave nor free. But we are all one in Christ Jesus. If you are Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So what Paul is telling us is that, look, the picture of Abraham was a picture that really represented Christ that was coming. And what Jesus did is that he fulfilled and was the Lamb of God that was slain. And because he obeyed and went and suffered, went to the cross, the blessings that Father had promised are flowing through him. And we now by faith in Jesus, we get to enter in and enjoy those blessings. What are the blessings? Well, that we've been brought into the family of God. But the truth is that we're blessed. Blessed. Abraham was blessed. He said the promises that your family is going to be blessed. You're going to possess the gates of your enemy. So again, there's just talking about blessing in every way. Now, God wants us to recognize that we are blessed. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Why? It's not about favor. It's not about just doing what I want to do. It's not, oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. No, I am blessed to be a blessing. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places so that I can actually represent God and I can be a blessing to the world I'm around. That is the way God planned it and created it from the beginning. He blessed every creation, every creation, everything that he did, he blessed. And his desire is that that blessing would continue to flow and would be affecting people. He used Abraham, and he blessed him, and he was the type and shadow of Christ, showing us really what does it look like who Christ ultimately became and fulfilled all of that. So our faith is in God. Our faith is in Christ. It's what he's done. He is the seed that from Abraham, and we get to participate in the blessings of God. So what I want to do, I want to pray for us. I want to pray that God would help us to walk through this study to really understand that we're blessed. 
We are blessed. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. So in the following sessions, we're going to talk about what does it look like? What are some of those blessings? Again, I'm not talking about problem-free living because there isn't such a thing. We live in a world where there's problems, where there's tribulation. But what God has called us to do is recognize that we are blessed. Because if you get it, if we all understand that we're blessed, we're blessed with believing Abraham, we're blessed by God, you will then live from blessing. Because if you don't understand that, then we keep trying to get blessed. We keep trying to gain favor when the reality is, no, we've already blessed and we've already got favor. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, you'd help us to understand that we were blessed and we are blessed and that, Lord, that you chose us and called us for a time such as this. We are blessed. We were created for this time. You blessed us because we're in you. And I pray, Lord, you'd help us to understand that the blessing is for us to be a blessing. That, Lord, you've given to us everything that pertains to life and godliness. That we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So I pray for everyone that's listening and watching that you'd help us to understand that we're blessed. Help us to live from that blessed state and help us to be a blessing to the world around us. We love you, we bless you, and we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.